What's up, guys? Welcome to the uh, Justin Ward podcast again for episode four. Um, wasn't able to record yesterday. I actually got in a car accident with a uh, pole in a parking lot. So the pole won, and uh, my truck is in the body shop. So, um, you know, you buy your dream truck, uh, Ford Raptor, and you wreck it in a parking lot on a pole. <clears throat> but thankfully i'm okay and then uh, the pole seems to be doing all right even though it did receive some medical attention that was a sad attempt at humor um all right motherfuckers what what we're going to talk about today i think just the hottest topic around is is lamar jackson after last night first the first off i want to say the ravens uniforms last night were fucking awesome I love the love the gold. I love when they bust out those gold numbers with the purple uh, uniforms. Awesome. Um, so were the Rams. Rams uniforms were were badass. Um, I'm a big uniform guy. Um, I guess the question today is really what I'm hearing is is Lamar Jackson having the best season a quarterback has ever had, and I'm. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. I like him just because I like watching quarterbacks run. I think it's a lot easier for a quarterback to run and you know coming out of the pocket than it is for a running back because I think defenses can read runs a lot better. But when a quarterback, when you have a quarterback like Jackson, he drops back to pass. I mean, obviously you're going to have some guys spying on him, but um, you really don't know. So I mean, it's almost an automatic four or five yards every time the guy tucks and runs and and. And to me, you can make a living doing that. So, um, you know, I don't think that – I think he's getting probably a little bit too much credit because if you take away his ability to run the football, stat-wise, he's still a good passer. But in reality, if you take away his ability to run the football, he's not as good a passer because those defenders that are – there to uh to spy on him and and the linebackers in particular that are there to to watch after and make sure he doesn't tuck the ball and run can be committed to receivers downfield like tight ends and things like that and so Lamar Jackson wouldn't have as many open receivers to throw to if it weren't for his ability to run I know you got to factor all these things in whenever you're considering is he a great quarterback or not I'm just saying he's probably not as good a passer as um <clears throat> As a Patrick Mahomes. Um, in my opinion, last season, Patrick Mahomes put together the best season a quarterback has ever put together in the NFL. Uh, as a Texas Tech fan, I wasn't shocked at all. I mean, 50 touchdowns. Um, he averaged a touchdown every 8.6 throws. That is insane. Okay. Um yeah, that's that's nuts. If you average a you average a touchdown every eight point six throws. I mean, no wonder he won MVP, right? Um, <clears throat> so, and interception wise, twelve. You know, that's Lamar Jackson's on pace to throw about the same. Um, intercept, yeah, yeah. Okay, Mahomes. The stats are similar, with the exception of Mahomes has thrown. Uh, 
will end up throwing a lot more passes. He's in a more pass-heavy offense, and he doesn't have that ability to run. So I, I, I do think it's fluked a little bit. As far as a pure quarterback position goes, throwing the football, I think that you got to give the nod to Mahomes as the, just the better overall player. And I think last year we saw the greatest regular season of all time put together by a, by a quarterback, and that was Patrick Mahomes. Um, <clears throat> I'm not just saying that because I'm a Texas Tech fan. He, he reinvented the position. Um, Lamar Jackson probably wouldn't have as much freedom within his offense if it wasn't for Mahomes. I think Harbaugh took a long look at what Andy Reid was doing in Kansas City and and um, designed his offense around his quarterback. And, and, and why haven't guys been doing that forever? <clears throat> uh, it, it makes no sense to me. You know, um, you, you you play to the strengths of your quarterback and, and you design your offense around around that guy. And Mahomes and, and Reid have kind of set that standard. And, and, and I think it's great. It's good for the game. Um, I do think we're gonna start. We're gonna get kind of like an overload of quarterbacks. I think that um, with with the more pass heavy offenses that we are starting to see in the NFL, we're gonna see kind of like that spread effect in college, where we're gonna see a lot of decent quarterbacks. Uh, Dak Prescott looks really good this year. I'm a Cowboys fan. I like it, but is Dak Prescott as good as Mahomes or Jackson? No, he's he's just putting up good numbers because he's in a pass heavy offense and. And, and we're going to see that a lot. Um, I think special ones are going to stand out, uh, like a Lamar Jackson, like a Patrick Holmes, like a Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is going to be an excellent quarterback. And to do that at five foot nine, I mean, power to, to him. Um, you know, I think Baker Mayfield's a wannabe Kyler Murray, Mahomes, and Jackson. Uh, but he's in that, that third tier of, of quarterbacks. I think, Dak, you would put more and more in that second tier, lower second tier. Um Along with Brady as well, I don't. I think Brady's dipped off, you know, quite a bit, and 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 he's just he's not the player that that he once was, which that happens to everybody. Everybody gets old. Um, <clears throat> moving on though, uh, with about the, the Steelers have decided to bench Mason Rudolph, which I think is very interesting because um, I thought Rudolph was doing well, but what intrigues me about it is is the the situation with miles garrett obviously mike tomlin obviously being a black man does he believe that mason rudolph is a racist does he believe that mason rudolph used the n-word when trying to remove miles garrett's helmet um me personally i don't really care what what happens on a football field stays on the football field um racism obviously is a sore subject in the country right now but um, that's, if you've ever played football before, heat of the battle, things get said, and, th- and that's all I'm going to say about that, and I do not support racism whatsoever, but, um, you know, for me, looking on the outside, looking in, Mason Rudolph, that was the, that was his only go-to, that was the only thing that he could have said that would have made people say, oh, well, he was right, you know, he, he, now, now it's justified, so, I mean, think about it for a second. But does Mike Tomlin believe what Miles Garrett is saying because they're both black men? We see this happen a lot in this country. Black men tend to believe black men over white men. Um, you know, that probably goes back to the 1800s. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't get into politics on this podcast, but uh, I think if you listen long enough, you can tell which way I lean. And, and, and uh, in my opinion, I think that Mike Tomlin uh, definitely benched Rudolph because he believes what Miles Garrett had to say. So, um, yeah, college football this weekend. I got into it on, on last episode. Freaking 
you know, um, Kansas State proved me right. They they ended up beating Texas Tech, and, and they did it in Kansas State fashion. Classy, uh, classy college football program, and I love I love to watch them play. I don't like them watch to beat my team, but but um, wasn't very good. Um, not a lot of surprises except for Oregon, which I was very wrong about Oregon. <laughs> I have to admit, uh, Oregon. They, they they threw me for a loop, and I should have seen it coming because of Herm Edwards. You, you know why not? Why not? Why not take Arizona State there? Um, next week we have Ohio State, and Michigan. Can Jim Harbaugh finally beat Ohio State? And I said it on last week's podcast. If he doesn't beat Ohio State, he gone. He's leaving. Okay, and and which brings me to my next topic. We'll just roll right into it. Who is the Dallas Cowboys' next head coach? Because Jason Garrett is good as gone. Okay. With some of the comments that Jerry Jones has been making about Bill Belichick and 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 Jason Garrett, um, and usually when Jerry goes to the media, uh, that means that he is he is upset. And 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 another thing is is when Jerry ha- reminds the media that he's still the GM, um, even though Stephen Jones has been named the GM of the Cowboys, uh, it it kind of tells you Jerry's taking things into his own hands. And and Jerry Jones doesn't like to be embarrassed. Uh, uh, he a very prideful guy. He doesn't like to be embarrassed. So right now, um, Jason Garrett's embarrassing him because we're getting out coached. We as in the Cowboys. I am a Cowboys fan. We're getting out coached every single game. The Cowboys are so talented. I could go. I could go into this all day long across the board. The Cowboys have so much talent. Um, gosh, I can't. I mean, you you look at this team up and down, and you can't find a one weakness. You can't find a single weakness on this team maybe nose tackle i like carrie Hyder. i'm a tech guy but um maybe nose tackle maybe safety maybe they're a little slow at safety but i mean those are just uh, across the board they're great next head coach for the cowboys um could it be a jim harbaugh i don't think jim harbaugh would get along with jerry jones but um i think jim harbaugh wants to get back in the nfl and he might be willing to do anything to make that happen and the cowboys might be the only team willing to give him a chance but that being said, I think Urban Meyer will be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys because he needs a job, number one. The dude loves to coach. I think he gets bored, and that's what happened at Ohio State. He got bored. He got bored at Florida. He got bored at Utah. He left. Uh, he made up an excuse. I think Urban Meyer is a, is, is a shitty person, um, number one, obviously because of the kind of players he recruits, you know, Aaron Hernandez, murderers, and, and things like that. Um I think he's a shitty person, um, but he's a winner, and I would love to have him as the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. But, um, well, obviously the relationship between him and Jerry Jones has to be, you know, perfect. Both strong-willed people. I think that you need to give Urban Meyer the reins if you do make that move. Um, he needs to be able to make personnel decisions and I don't I think Jerry has proven at this point that he can't he's not very good at that. Because uh, you know, the Kellen Moore situation and, and on and on and on with coaches, it's it's Jerry's Jerry's a dumpster fire. He he, he does the only, the only thing Jerry does right is he drafts well. Jerry Jones drafts well. Uh I want just just do me a favor and, and go look at all the Cowboys draft picks over the last he figured it out about four, uh, four to six years ago, how to draft well. And if you go look at the Cowboys draft picks, I mean, I'm talking round one through seven. 
Uh, even if you want to include Amari Cooper in last year's draft as the first pick because that's what he traded for Cooper. And Cooper's only 24 years old. So, yeah, I, you can kind of consider him a rookie. Um, go look at how Jerry Jones is drafted, and you will wish that he was dra- drafting for your team. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, but, yeah, Urban Meyer, something you got to look at. Um, somebody else I would like to see get consideration, obviously Lincoln Riley, a Texas Tech guy. Uh, fun fact, when I was in eighth grade, Lincoln Riley was my position coach at, um, at Texas Tech football camp. Very sharp guy, very young guy, um, and he knows, he knows football. Um, also, obviously Nick Saban. You want to see Nick Saban. What, what's in, what interests me about Saban is, is that so you can hire Nick Saban, give him the reins, make him a general manager, make him a head coach, Bill Belichick type situation, and he's successful. Uh, it's not the Miami Dolphins. It's the Dallas Cowboys. You have a franchise quarterback. You have you have the best running back in the NFL. You have the best offensive line in the NFL. And you probably have the best linebacking core in the NFL. Um, Jalen Smith is probably the best linebacker in the NFL next to Luke Keekley. And Leighton Vander Esch, he, uh, he has no ceiling. He's, he's I mean, the dude is, uh, he's a freak. Um, so why not? Why wouldn't you want to coach the Cowboys? And, and the only answer I can come up with is just Jerry Jones. So if Jerry backs off and gives these guys a GM slash head coaching role, then then all bets are off. You know, Cowboys will win. It, it, we'll see another Cowboy dynasty. But I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening with Steven either. I think Steven is a different kind of owner, but they're, they're still both very uh, hands-on, which is not a good thing. Um, successful. NFL teams, Robert Kraft lets Belichick do what he wants. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, you know, I'm, I see a lot of NBA headlines. I don't, I don't talk NBA um, because I think that the NBA with the China situation, uh, I, I just, it's just not something that I, that I touch on. I will, however, touch on um, one more college football thing, and then I want to jump to um, Texas Tech basketball. Chase Young is an absolute monster. <laughs> I want that guy on my team. <laughs> um, Chase Young, Jesus Christ. I mean, the guy, oh, my God. The picture of him uh, next to his teammates, uh, he would eat. He, he could eat another human being. Uh, um, yeah, I, I wish he could be a cowboy. I think I... I think I touched on that on the last podcast, but uh, he's a he is a, he's a beast. But um, yeah, so back to back it up to college basketball a little bit. Um, Texas Tech played um, LIU yesterday, and they won ninety six to sixty six. The score doesn't reflect how bad Texas Tech basketball played. Um, Jamais Ramsey had twenty seven point six rebounds, one assist, and one block. Um, he was the only bright spot on the team. I mean, I mean, they, it, it was, it was bad. It wasn't good all the way around. Moretti had some threes that, that kind of bailed him out, but they were losing at half. I mean, how are you losing to LIU at half? And then you got to go, and then you got to go play Iowa. You got to go play, uh, you know, Kentucky. So I'm worried about Texas Tech basketball. I'm worried about their ability to get back to the final four, um, but they are young, and I trust Chris Beard. The kid coming in from uh, from Duncanville that was Jamias Ramsey's teammate last year, the, he's actually the, the coach's son there, um, having a superb season, and uh, looks like looks like they could win another national uh, state championship in, in Texas. So um, 
looking promising with him coming in. Hopefully he gets bumped up to a five star and that'll be the that'll be the second five star. Third five star Texas Tech is uh is able to land um Jamias Ramsey and obviously Bennett and then um and then this kid out of this other kid out of Duncanville. Which which what's interesting about this other kid from Duncanville coming in is that there's a possibility that Ramsey and him are are close and, and Ramsey would like to stay and play with him. But if Ramsey wants to make the jump to the NBA, he can because he's that good. He's he's a better shooter than half the NBA right now. Uh, he makes shots that uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden don't make. Um, he doesn't have to take 50 shots to score 50 points like James Harden. Uh, he's just a natural scorer. Defensively, I, I don't – I mean, do we even need to look at defense anymore? Because it's, it's a joke. But that's all I got for this podcast, guys. I appreciate you listening. Um, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. I should be on Apple Podcasts very soon, so be on the lookout for that. Thanks.